The Pittsburgh Steelers destroyed the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in their first preseason game last night. And we're going to be breaking down the aftermath here on today's show. I'm going to be giving you the latest injury updates. There'll be more injuries than you might think on the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. And then also I've got some more takeaways from last night that I want to break down with you all on today's show. But before we get into today's action, if you missed last night's watch party, you definitely missed a special night. But you don't have to miss any more. Go ahead and click that subscribe button. We had over 75,000 people tune in. Last night, it was a night to remember. You're not going to want to miss it because we're going to be live for every single Steelers game this regular season. So make sure you click that subscribe button and turn on your notifications so you never miss a watch party this season. And now I want to talk a little bit about the players that did not play last night in Tampa Bay. The Pro Bowl players or the quote-unquote Pro Bowl players that uh, the Steelers decided to sit uh, was T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, Cam Hayward, and Patrick Peterson. These are the guys that the Steelers trust on the field, and they want to prevent injury uh, because they know these guys can play at a really high level, and they didn't want to risk injury in the preseason. I think that's a really smart move by head coach Mike Tomlin. But then there's, there's quite a few players that did not play in this game that uh, didn't play because of injury. Okay, Joey Porter Jr. with an ankle. He's been dealing with that ankle issue here over this last week of practice. Did not play last night. Did not get to see JPJ in his first action in black and gold. Larry Ogunjobi had an undisclosed injury uh, that uh, Mike Tomlin ended up disclosing at the end or in his post-game press conference. Demonte KZ still, still dealing with that ankle injury. Keanu Neal still dealing with his undisclosed injury. Chappelle Russell... Uh, is still dealing with his injury as well. Trey Norwood and John Lovett were also off the field. And we're going to be having more updates on these guys as the week goes on leading up to week two of the preseason. So make sure you click that subscribe button for those injury updates throughout the week. And then, of course, there was the players that got hurt during the game, starting with Duke Doss in the corner. It looked like he had a pretty serious knee injury. Still haven't heard official word on what Duke's status is. Perhaps by the time this video is out, uh, something would have come up, but just know that at the time of filming, we don't know what his official status is. Prayers up for him because it did look pretty serious on the field. And then also Keanu Benton, someone that played pretty darn well in his first action as a Steeler, the second round rookie out of Wisconsin. Played pretty darn well, but he did suffer an ankle injury. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how he uh, how that progresses throughout the week, if he's going to be able to play here in week two of the preseason. And then Nick Kwiatkowski, newly signed linebacker, made a couple splash plays yesterday, uh, suffered a shoulder injury, so we'll be monitoring his status as well. Now, that was your injury update here for week one. Now let's shift over to the first team offense here in Kenny Pickett who really looked impressive in week one of the preseason, scoring a touchdown, multiple third and long conversions for QB1, and he seemed pretty pleased with what he saw from the first team offense. This is what QB1 had to say. It was a good drive, but I am not going to, I'm not going to look too much into it. Obviously, it is preseason and pretty vanilla football. It, it was really good to go out there and score. I think we accomplished what we wanted to, go out there, spread the ball around, get different guys' touches, and go there, or go down there and get a scoring drive. So kind of checked all the boxes, and I think that's what we wanted. So let me know how you're feeling about Kenny Pickett heading into the year after that one drive, that very successful drive that they had against the Buccaneers last night. Put it on a scale of 1 to 10 for me down in the comments section. And this is going to be the pinned comment on today's show. So whenever YouTube throws you an ad break here, it's just going to be in a couple of seconds. Take advantage of that time by telling me how confident you are in QB1.
For me, right now, I'm at a 7.5, and maybe I'll even put that up and round up to an 8. I think coming into the game, you know, I was maybe at a 6.5 because I'm not, I wasn't sure if Mac, I wasn't sure if Matt Canada was going to hold him back this year like he did last year. But going into that one drive, he looked really, really good. He was going out to his right, throwing on the run, going out to his left, throwing against his body on a dot. And then what I really like to see from him yesterday is that on that touchdown throw to George Pickens, he stepped up in the pocket, which is exactly what I wanted him to work on this offseason. So it was great to see that. If you want to see my full takeaways and winners and losers list uh, from last night, this was the video. This is the thumbnail for the video that we did last night during the watch party. So if you want to see my instant reaction and my first list of winners and losers, from that game, go ahead and check that out. I'm going to put the link in the comments and description of today's video so you can check that one out after we're done today. And now let's get into some more winners and losers. I got five more winners from last night that I didn't mention in last night's video that I wanted to give a little bit of love to here. Starting with Deontay Johnson. George Pickens made our list yesterday. And, you know, Deontay Johnson had three catches last night. Like, he was really, really good on that first drive. Now, George Pickens is going to get a lot of the press because he made two guys miss on the way to the house on that touchdown throw from Kenny Pickett. But Deontay Johnson had numerous catches yesterday on that first drive, was getting open like it was nothing. Now, I know Tampa Bay didn't really play a whole lot of their defensive starters, but Deontay showed last night why he's one of the best route runners in football. He was a definite winner there for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then you get to the now injured rookie defensive tackle, Keanu Benton. Won't expect uh, his ankle injury to be too uh, too serious. I think it's going to be pretty minor, but man, he was affecting the he was affecting the line of scrimmage when he was in the game. Now, granted, he's playing against you know backups, you know all these different things, but he was moving the pile back, and he really affected the Tampa Bay Buccaneers rush game where they, I mean, he led the way towards a really great effort where the Buccaneers had a hard time even getting back to the line of scrimmage. So great performance from Keanu, who, who's been having kind of a quiet training camp to this point, really showed out in his first preseason action, which is exactly what you want to see. And then you got Quan Alexander. He was uh, penalized for lowering his helmet in the first quarter uh, for a penalty, but I really liked the intent that he showed uh, in this game. He, he had multiple big hits. He laid down the thunder in this one. And I think that's exactly what you're looking for in a guy like Juan Alexander, who you just brought in. He's showing that he's doing a pretty decent job in coverage. He did pretty good in coverage yesterday. And then also, he was a great run defender as well, laying the thunder down on these guys, making these guys feel his presence. Uh, and, and that's exactly what you want to see from a guy you just added to this roster and is competing potentially for a starting spot on this defense heading into 2023. And then somebody I thought really, really impressed me. I've been hearing a bunch about Elijah Riley. I got to see him live a little bit at preseason practice when I went to Pittsburgh a couple of weeks ago. But then, you know, I think yesterday, last night in that game, he really showed us what, what all the reports have been saying with him being a winner in training camp, in OTAs, in minicamp. He's really starting to show out. And if I were chained in Sullivan right now, the presumptive slot corner, I'd be, I'd be looking over my shoulder a little bit right now, man. Elijah's a really good blitzer. You could tell he's, he's really done a good job, especially last night in run defense help. Really impressed with what he did last night. And I think that he's going to be somebody that as we go through this preseason process, he could be a riser and maybe even a surprise starter for the Pittsburgh Steelers by week one. And then, of course, the running back, Anthony McFarland, the only running back to get a touchdown last night, got the corner. 
head, headed to the end zone. He really showed off the wheels, man. We all know McFarland is fast, but I think he's starting to put things together in his game now where he's a legitimate number three option. And it wouldn't really surprise me whatsoever if he gets in the rotation a little bit here. I really like Najee Harris. I like Jalen Warren as, as your top two guys in your rotation as running backs. But McFarland is showing off his ability to make big plays in training camp, in these preseason games. If he continues doing that, he might not just be a straight-up backup piece in that running back room anymore. He definitely showed out last night, and I hope that he continues to do that because, of course, that means good things for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, coming up here, I got three more losers from Friday's game. Uh, unfortunately, there's just a couple of guys that, you know, when I, when I rewatched the game, when I rewatched the, the film, you know, it just wasn't all that great. Get to those here in just a second. But first, check out our friends at Fanatics, and they're offering you guys this awesome T-shirt combo for the Pittsburgh Steelers just in time for the 2023 season if you want to help out the channel, if you're feeling generous today. And then also, you want to, you want to get some new Steelers gear in your closet here for the start of the year. Use our link, chatsports.com slash Steelers combo. If you use that link, Fanatics will know that we sent you. All right, starting with my list of losers, Kendrick Green was definitely a big loser in last night's game, in my opinion. Uh, you know, a missed snap. You know, he had a big holding penalty. He, uh, he, didn't get a, he didn't get a carry at fullback, which surprised me a little bit. And, you know, I was excited about Kendrick Green coming into the game. I thought he might get, you know, a fullback carry at the goal line or something like that. I thought that he might... Uh, have a pretty decent day at center because he's the, still the second string center on the depth chart. But overall, not a good night for Kendrick Green. All the things that we've been talking about him being a bust in this league to this point in his career, it showed its ugly head last night, unfortunately. And right now, I think he, he definitely needs to be thinking about making a full-time adjustment to the fullback position because really, I think that might be his best chance to make the final 53-man roster. And another loser from last night, Cody White, the wide receiver, uh, just didn't really show off great hands. You know, there's multiple uh, instances last night where he could have came down with the football and did not. Now, the quarterback play, especially with Tanner Morgan, wasn't all that great last night when Cody was in the game. But you could definitely tell somebody that has been impressive in training camp to this point, you kind of wanted to see a little bit more out of Cody White, especially with Miles Boykin and uh, Hakeem Butler in front of him of the depth chart. Cody needs to be somebody that shows out in these preseason matchups if he wants to make the final 53-man roster. And unfortunately for him, he didn't do that this week. And then my final uh, loser, and really you could give this to any of the backup corners last night. Luke Barku had a couple missed tackles last night. Madre Harper, our guy here on Steelers Talk, he, he didn't look all too great in coverage, if I'm being completely honest with you. Uh, and then also, you know, all, uh, pretty much every, every corner on the backup or on the bench for the Pittsburgh Steelers it did not look good. And that includes James Pierre, who gave up that touchdown to Baker Mayfield, had a couple lapses in coverage, had a couple of busted coverages that were on him last night. And, you know, for somebody like James, I think he's a very solid backup. I don't think this is indicative of his overall football uh, culture or whatever you want to call it, his, his overall makeup. I still think he's a really good backup, and I think he is going to make this final 53-man roster. But for somebody that I consider, you know, like a borderline starter almost, you know, kind of a high-end backup corner, he really didn't play all that well last night, and that's why he makes my losers list this week. Now, what is your biggest takeaway from last night? I want to know. I've given you my takeaways. I've given you my winners and losers. Let me know what is your biggest takeaway from last night's win versus the Buccaneers down there in the comments section. Really do appreciate all the support, and I can't wait to see what your biggest takeaway was from last night. 
Now, before I go, I do have some final items I want to break down with you guys. And, you know, uh, last night the Steelers played, but uh, one of our rivals, the Cleveland Browns, also played last night, and they lost a 17-15 battle with the Washington Commanders. And this organization is just a straight-up joke, man. Let me tell you that right now. Okay, if you, if you didn't watch or if you didn't see the highlights from the Cleveland Browns game, this is what happened. Okay, they, were, they went down in the Dorian Thompson-Robinson, their rookie quarterback, drove him down the field for a potential game-tying touchdown. They go for two to try to tie the game. They don't get it. And with no timeouts and less than two minutes left to go in the game, uh, you might think, hey, they're probably going to onside kick, right? No, they kick it off, and they pretty much say, take this, take this win from us, commanders. Just take it. We don't want it. That's what losing organizations do, and that's why the Cleveland Browns have had nine losing seasons in the last decade. Let me say that again. An NFL leading nine losing seasons. This is a joke of a franchise, and if any, if any of those Cleveland Browns fans out there think they can talk any sort of crap to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who have had zero losing seasons over the last decade, I just, I just think you're mentally insane, plain and simply. You are an absolute psychopath if you think the Cleveland Browns are a superior organization to the Pittsburgh Steelers, and that's the sort of stuff that losing org organizations do. Uh, and then also last night, we made chat sports history. Screw Steelers talk history. We doubled our previous record in super chat revenue last night on our, on our live watch party. Uh, and, and I just want to thank every single one of you out there that contributed to that. But we also made chat sports history as we, we had the highest super chat revenue of any channel ever for their first ever watch party. And we crushed that record. We also broke the record for the most subscribers gained in a first watch party for a channel, which was absolutely fancy for an NFL channel, I will say. So that was absolutely fantastic. Thank you guys so much for that support that you showed last night. And let me tell you something, man. We're not, we're just getting started. That was just week one of the preseason. Just wait till we get to the regular season, man. It's going to get even crazier. It's going to be even more fun, man. Producer Coop and I are going to have a lot of fun with you guys this year. So make sure you click that subscribe button right now if you don't want to miss any of those watch parties moving forward. Thank you guys so much for your support. I will see you guys later. And as always, here we go, Steelers.